0: Hello, I'm Derek Walker. I'm the pastor of the Oxford Bible Church, and today I want to continue our series on, the, on ABCs of faith. And particularly, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving today. The prayer of faith is described in Mark 11:24. Jesus said, I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. And in the prayer of faith, we say, God promises this to me. I believe your word Lord I receive your promise now I receive the answer now it's mine I take it now when we pray the prayer of faith we receive the answer in spiritual seed form into our heart where under the right conditions then it will grow and in due time it will bring forth the manifestations Jesus said you will have it well what we do in the time between the seed time when the seed is received and planted in our heart, and the harvest, the full manifestation, is of the utmost importance because it will determine whether or not we will enjoy the fruit of our faith. It's essential that we know what to do after we have prayed the prayer of faith so that the implanted seed can grow and bring forth the manifestation, the fruit. Having received the promise, we obviously now possess faith in the promise, but it's now vital for us to release our faith, for it to be active and fruitful in us. And so now we're going to take a closer look at how to express and release our faith in this time in order to bring the promise to full manifestation. And, and the first key here is thanksgiving to God. The faith that's in our hearts is primarily released through our words, through our lips, through words of faith. Faith is in our heart, but we need to express that faith through our lips. And one of the best ways we can do that is by offering up thanksgiving. After we've prayed the prayer of faith, we can say, thank you, Lord. I have it now, and I thank you for it, and it's coming to pass. Hebrews thirteen fifteen says, let us continually... Offer up the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks to his name. Giving thanks. He says continually. This should be a lifestyle. Not just once, but continually. Offering up the sacrifice of praise. Giving thanks to his name. Thanking him for his, his name is his character, his love, his faithfulness, his power. Thank you Lord. You're faithful to your word. It's, bringing to, it's coming to pass. You, your power is greater than every obstacle to bring it to pass. You love me and I know that you're gonna, your blessing is coming to pass. And so we thank him for his goodness that he is doing it in our life. We are to continually to give thanks he says. And so it must be important if he says continually that m- m- must this giving thanks must be important we can give thanks for the answer you see because we have it because we believed we received it didn't we when we prayed and so we are to con- continue to thank god that it's coming to pass and so once we've believed we've received the first thing we must do is to give thanks for it you know it's only polite isn't it to give thanks Once we know something's been given to us, to give thanks to the giver. That's the sign that shows that you know that you've believed you've received it when you prayed. Uh, If you haven't really believed you received it, you're kind of trying to feel if you got it or not. But that's not faith. Those who know God's goodness know that God gave it to them. And that they, therefore, they look to heaven and they offer thanksgiving as soon as they've received it by faith they know that they've received the seed and it's working mightily within them they're walking by faith not by sight faith gives thanks it rejoices in the promise as if it were already fulfilled because we have it now thanksgiving honors God but it also helps us to stay in faith to keep the switch of faith turned on so that God's power stays active to bring it to pass it keeps us in a positive spirit of faith and so when doubts come to your mind about that promise just the best way to answer that is to say no I thank you Lord that that promise is coming to pass go back to that promise declare it and thank God for it and it also keeps what we believe at the forefront of our mind keeping doubts at bay this keeps us loyal to those beliefs you see so as we continually express our gratitude to God For what he's doing in our life, for his faithfulness, um, we are allowing his power to work and produce the answer. And today I want to share with you the power of thanksgiving. You know, not only is it right for you to glorify God by giving thanks, it's essential for that manifestation to come to pass in your life of your prayers. Praise and thanksgiving are two slightly different things. Praise has to do with God's character, declaring the excellency of his name, who he is. Thanksgiving has to do with his acts, his deeds, what he's done for you, what he will do for you. And there are two kinds of thanksgiving. The first thanksgiving is based on the manifestation of the answer. The second type of thanksgiving is based on the promise. Let me explain that to you. For example... The first type, if if a father gives his son a birthday present, maybe you do something special for your friend. You give it to them and they've they've got it. It's fitting, of course, for them to give thanks. Now, this is politeness, isn't it? In fact, ingratitude is ugly. Uh, What if you gave them something nice and they just took it for granted? They didn't bother to thank you. Well, you probably aren't going to give them anything else, are you? but when they're really appreciative you probably want to give them more and likewise if we thank God for what he's done for us instead of complaining all the time about what we lack, we open the door for more blessings now the second kind of thanksgiving is a higher level of thanksgiving say a son asks his dad for a bike and the dad says okay son I'll get you one that's my promise If that son has faith in his father, he will say thank you right then, based on the promise, even before he sees that bike, based on the character of his father, because he trusts his father. And that is pleasing to God than ordinary thanksgiving. It's higher level. Uh, If the son said, well, okay, Dad, um, I'll believe it when I see it, that would be an insult to his father, wouldn't it? And and yet that's how people often approach God. But we are to thank God. The moment we've got God's promise for it, then it's as good as done. And we should start thanking God for it. Now this is called the sacrifice of thanksgiving. It's easy to give thanks when the manifestation is there. (laughs) Yes. But when we don't have that full manifested answer, healing or whatever it is, our flesh doesn't feel like thanking God yet. But... We are to offer up a sacrifice of thanksgiving. The flesh has to die. And we offer up a sacrifice of thanksgiving because we have God's word for it. That's enough to start thanking him. So once we've prayed the prayer of faith, even before we see the manifestation, we should start giving thanks that it's ours. And that's pleasing to God. The son, you see, knows if he has his father's word, it's as good as done. And uh, so he gives thanks based on the promise So when we believe we receive it, we have it, you see, because we are confident in God's word. Well, let's first of all look at the first level of thanksgiving, because that's where it starts. Have you thanked God properly for all that he's already done for you? Or are you so focused on all the things that you don't have that you haven't even been grateful to God? If you're not grateful to God for what he's given you, how can you expect to receive more? Count your blessings one by one. See what the Lord has done. There's so much you can thank God for. Just start getting specific. Count your blessings one by one. As soon as you start doing that, your heart will open up to receive more of God's blessings. You'll be, start being amazed how much God has already done for you. It's the first step. You know? Be specific. What can you thank God for? For your salvation, that your name is written in heaven. God has chosen you. He's chosen to love you. He's got a plan and purpose for your life. You're special to him. Thank God for creation. He made you in this wonderful world. He's provided all you need. Thank God for Jesus who shed his blood for you on the cross. Thank God for your gifts and abilities, for every kindness from other people, for daily wisdom, strength, opportunities, health. Thank God for today for the Bible and those who gave their lives for it to be translated, for CDs and DVDs, for being born in this century with all the mod cons. Thank God for being born in a free country where you could hear the gospel. Thank God for eternity, eternal life and forgiveness and guidance and the Holy Spirit. Thank God for your family, your friends, your church. Thank God for opportunities to serve God. Thank God for your job, for the ability to get up in the morning. Thank God for your body and your health, for all the parts that work well. You know, thank God for legs to walk and eyes to see. You know, you might say, well, I've got a blocked nose right now. Well, thank God you've got a nose. My knee hurts. Well, thank God you've got a knee. And that and the other one is working, you know. There's a billion parts to your body, and there may be one of them that's not quite working properly, but thank God for the other, you know, 999 million. Well, thank God for God's life working in you. Thank God for financial provision. Thank God for Jesus, your Savior, your Lord, your healer. Be thankful and practice thanking God all the time. You know, there's an amazing story of the ten lepers in Luke 17, verse 11. And he met ten ten men who were lepers and they all cried out, Jesus, have mercy, have healing on us. And he says, go show yourself to the priests and... As they went, they were healed. They were cleansed of their leprosy. And one of them, it says, when he saw that he was healed, returned, and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus said, well, where are the other nine? Why didn't they return to give glory to God, except this man? And he said, arise, go your way, your faith has made you whole. I want you to notice the ten lepers were cleansed of their leprosy, but there was one who returned and gave thanks. And Jesus then said, you, your faith now, because you released your faith with thanksgiving, you're not just cleansed of your leprosy, but now you are made whole. In other words, he received more healing. You see, with the leprosy, it's not just the disease, but it caused fingers to come off and so on, body parts to to come off. So this leper wasn't just cleansed of the disease but the parts of his body that he had lost grew back. Because he thanked God, he kept the power of God working in him to complete his healing. But the other lepers missed out on that. What did the other lepers say? Well, one said, I was getting better anyway, I don't need to give thanks. The other one said, I deserved it, I had it coming. The other one said, oh, he just told me to go, it was my faith that did it. The fourth said, gave the glory to the priest. The fifth said, I'll probably uh, lose it soon. I'll get worse soon anyway. The other one said, I don't have time to go and give thanks to Jesus. The other one said, oh, it's about time God healed me. The other one said, it was a spontaneous remission. And the other one said, oh, I just want my money. And so they didn't give thanks But ingratitude blocks the blessings of God in your life. If you will thank God for what you've already got, that opens the door for God to bless you more. Thank God, and the grace of God is able to flow. But what I really want to share with you about is the second kind of thanksgiving, which in the Hebrew is called Tawdah, T-O-W-D-A-H, Tawdah. This is the sacrifice of thanksgiving. You know, when you don't see the answer yet, but you believed the promise, what should you do? You should start giving the sacrifice of praise. Your flesh may not want to do it, but by faith you say, thank you, Lord. It's mine and it's coming to pass because you're faithful. It's a praise to God because you're praising his faithfulness. You know, it's easy to thank God when you see the answer, but this is higher thanksgiving. Before you see the answer, God's pleased with it. It should be part of our praise life. In Psalm 100 it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving. That's Taudah, with the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise, tehillah. Be thankful to him, yada. Thankful for what he's already done. And bless his name, Barak. Tauda is to extend the hands in faith and adoration and thanksgiving. It's basically saying, Lord, I surrender to you and I trust that you are bringing the promise to pass. It starts with what God has done for us, but it's also thanking for what he's doing and will do. This is the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Let's go back to Hebrews 13:15. It says, let us continually offer up the sacrifice of praise or thanksgiving, the fruit of our lips confessing or giving thanks to his name. You see, we should praise God even when we don't feel like it. Say to your flesh, you may not feel like it, but do it anyway. You see, thanking God for fulfilling the promise is equivalent to confessing the promise. Thank you, Lord. It's coming to pass. Tauda, actually, grammatically, is in the causative form. It's causing something to happen. And this is described in the wonderful verse of Psalm 50, 23. I'm going to retranslate it in a minute, but it goes like this in the New King James. Whoever offers praise, literally, whoever makes a sacrifice of thanksgiving, Tauda, glorifies me, glorifies God, because we're saying he's faithful. And to him who orders his conduct to write, I will show the manifest the salvation of God. That's not a great translation. Literally it's this. Whoever offers up the sacrifice of thanksgiving, Tauda, glorifies me and he establishes a highway by which I will show or manifest the salvation of God, the promise to be manifested. It's the key to the manifestation. The sacrifice of thanksgiving prepares a highway in the spirit for the glory of God to be revealed. You see, in prayer, we believe we receive the promise. Then in thanksgiving, we confess the promise unto manifestation. We create a highway for God to bring it to pass. You know, our prayers must move into thanksgiving Our prayers have got to reach the point where we actually believe that we've given it to God. And we're trusting God. And then we thank God that he is bringing it to pass. That's what Philippians 4, 6 says. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and thanks and supplication. It says, by all means pray. Give it to God. Believe you receive the answer. But then it says, by prayer and thanks and supplication, with thanksgiving... That thanksgiving is important, that your prayer moves into thanksgiving. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Give it to God. And then the peace of God, which passes our understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. When you've moved into the realm of faith, that God has it and he's working on it, then you will start to thank him. But if you're just praying without thanking, something is wrong. It's unbalanced and you won't enjoy the peace of God. Thanksgiving, you see, makes a way where there is no way. It creates a highway through which the manifestation, through which the power of God can bring the manifestation of what you've prayed for, what you've believed you've received. Let me give you some examples of this highway created through Thanksgiving. At the crossing of the Red Sea, they had a promise of deliverance, and they said, they were saying, as they stood before the Red Sea, trapped, the armies of uh, Egypt were upon them and they were saying God they were panicking God do something show your power fulfill your promise and God said no you do something you lift up the rod that you lift up the name of in our language you lift up the name of Jesus you give praise you give thanks you lift up your voice to God he says and as soon as they Did that, the waters parted, and a highway was created through which they were saved. The power of God was released as they lifted up the name of Jesus, as they gave thanks to his name. Praise God. Jericho, you know the story. They'd received the promise from God of victory. And for seven days they had to walk around Jericho meditating on the promise. And then God said they had to shout a shout of praise. And then the wars came down. It's not that the wars came down and then they praised God. They had to praise God with a shout. And then the wars came down. Why? Because when they all praised God as one, they created a highway in the spirit for God's power, God's angels to come and destroy those opposing wars. Yes, it's easy to shout after the wars have come down. But God wants us to make the sacrifice of praise before they come down. You see, in every case we see God manifests the promise after they make the sacrifice of praise, not before. That creates the conditions for God to move. Their faith is vital. It's expressed in thanking God. What should you do after you've prayed the prayer of faith? Start giving thanks for what he is doing and what he will do. And that creates a highway for the manifestation of the promise to come to pass. Acts chapter 16 is another example. Paul and Silas were in chains at midnight. What were they doing? They were thanking and praising God. What were they? They were opening up a highway in the spirit. They were thanking, thank you Lord, you're going to turn this for good. Thank you, Lord, you're going to cause the gospel to go forth even more through this. And as they were thanking God, they created a highway in the Spirit. Through God moved with an earthquake and they were set free. And the jailer was saved. Answers are received in the Spirit, but they're brought forth with the sacrifice of praise. Psalm 67, 5 says, May the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Then the land will yield its harvest. And God, our God, will bless us. God will bless us and all the ends of the earth will fear him. You want a harvest in your life? You want the manifestation of God's blessing in your life? You need to praise him. You need to touter him. Thank him for his promise coming to pass. Yes, the seed was in the earth, but for the harvest to happen, they had to praise God. That guaranteed the harvest. As you praise God, the harvest of the seeds that God has put in your heart will come to pass. My final example of this and the greatest one perhaps is Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 20. They were outnumbered by a terrible army. They sought the Lord. They asked his help. They prayed and they claimed God's covenant mercies. And then the prophet spoke up from God, verse 14, and gave them a specific promise that they believed they received this promise. The prophet said, don't be afraid or dismayed because of this great multitude, because the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go out against them. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. Do not be afraid or dismayed. Tomorrow, go against them, for the Lord is with you. And having believed, they received the promise. It was not time for... Passivity. God says, "You've still got to go out against them." It was not time to have a cup of tea and watch God do it. No, it was time for Tauda, a sacrifice of praise. And then, verse 21, that's what Jahazefat did. He appointed the choir, the musicians, to to praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army, and they were saying, "Praise the Lord for His mercy endures forever." That word praise is give thanks to the Lord. It's the word tauda. Give thanks to the Lord for his covenant faithfulness endures forever. What were they praising God? What were they doing? Not just general praise. They were saying, thank you Lord for giving us the victory. Though what we see with our eyes is that massive army, yet we thank you for giving us the victory based on your promise. They praised the Lord for his covenant faithfulness to his promise. So it was a praise as well. Notice they thanked God for his promise. But the problem seemed as big as ever. But the choir marched forward. And then it says in verse 22, Then when they began to praise and sing, the Lord sent ambushes against those invading armies and they were defeated. And in confusion and mistrust, they killed one another and Israel didn't even have to fight, just as God promised. So as soon as they began praising, that's when the army started killing each other. In other words, praise release the power. As they started thanking God for his promise, the highway and the Spirit was created for God's power to move and manifest his salvation. And so God promises you the victory and then you start touda. You thank him for the victory and that power of God can flow. You might think God promised them the victory so they could just have a cup of tea and wait for God to do it. No. They were not to be passive. They were to march out against the problem thanking God for the victory you might be facing a hard situation right now pray ask for God's help receive his promise he promises to go with you and give you the victory so having believed you've received his promise Now you add thanksgiving to your prayers. Go out against the problem and say, Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness endures forever. Thank you for going with me and giving me the victory. Thank you for being faithful to your promise and bringing it to pass. And you'll create a highway through it. God's power will flow. And God's salvation will be manifested. That's the power of thanksgiving. It creates a highway in the Spirit for God's power to manifest his promises to you. That's why the Bible says, In everything, give thanks.'" 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In every situation, give thanks. Why? Because God's turning it around for good. Even if it's a bad situation. He says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. You want, you're listening this, and you want to know what God's will is for your life. Well, here it is right now. Give thanks in everything. Continually give thanks to God for all that he's done, and he will do in your life in fulfilling his promises to you. And you will be opening the door, praise God, to receive more of his blessings in your heart. And you will also be creating a highway in the spirit for those promises to come through into full manifestation in your life. Amen. Believe you receive God's promise and then give thanks. Tell her, thank you Lord, it's coming to pass and soon you will have it before your eyes. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them. And then you will have them. As long as you create the highway for God to bring it to pass. Amen.